Hello, Robots in Disguise fans, and welcome to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Transformers Robots in Disguise After Show. We are covering episode nine, Impounded. We'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I think we got the techno remix there. I know. I, know. I wonder it's if it guns, sounded guns. that way to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I will never regret this as an opening song choice. <laughs> Ever. I like so groovy. Dance moves, Megan's just grooving out over here. Is this not how people like dance in like the 70s? Plush velvet suit and a ruffly white collar, you know? Like Woody, I figured I would just dress up like a crane. That <laughs> yeah, that totally makes it. total sense. I would yes. never recognize you if you were dressed as a crane. That'd be a groovy outfit. <laughs> we're just cool cats hanging out here. <laughs> Welcome to the show, you guys. I have with me Emma the Speedster Fife. Hello, that's me. You can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. Megan, Lord Megantron Salinas. Hey, guys, you can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I am Katie Kia Prime Cullen. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are checking our Twitter hashtag. That's A-B-T-V-R-I-D. We're also going to have the live chat pulled up in just a few moments. So if you got something fun to say, put it on the live chat, put it in the hashtag. You may well get a shout out. Quillfire's back, you guys. <laughs> the yeah. Redditor has returned. Oh, Viva Quilfire. la revolution. <laughs> for shame, for the revolution. Oh, my gosh. All mm. Hamilton, all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, the Redditor is back. And it is Pokemon. Everyone gets many cards. It really is. Yeah, th this season, like, if we've learned nothing else, it's that basically everyone is a mini-con trainer, essentially. <laughs> and they all come in convenient Pokeball form. They do. They, they do. do. And for Everybody the record, gets teams. Yeah. <laughs> and at least record, two. His starter Pokemon are adorable. They are. They really are. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're, they're so real cute. cute. They're real Their cute. names are back and forth. Because we <laughs> ran out of names, I guess. Like, we were, well, when the makes first sense. few mini-cons rolled off the line, we were putting actual effort in, and then by the time that they had, like, the person whose job it is to name them was just, like, back, forth, to, fro, up, down, left, <laughs> right, B, A, select, start. I, <laughs> I will say, though, it actually makes sense, given their special abilities, you know, with the yeah. magnetic pulling yeah. and pushing and stuff like that, so it makes sense. It does, but usually they're a little more poetic. These were just like, well, it's Quillfire. Well, it would be one of those Did things where... Did they get to name their minicons? I feel like minicons, like, I, I don't know. It all boils down to, like, how does Transformer parentage work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like... I mean, we touched <laughs> on it briefly in Prime with the protoforms. Right. But yeah, we still don't really know, like... Huh. Are, like, are the, do they have parents that gave them names? I'm pretty or sure they're is everyone built. Or are they and like, I wouldn't be surprised if the island just has an assembly line that's just sure. rolling minicons right. down the barrel. So then are they like pets? Because it's like you, may, you receive your pet after they have been born. Your pet's parent does not name it. Do you know what I mean? You name it. And again, they would have. these two in particular would have had to come as a mm. set. Otherwise, their names make no sense when not in relation to each other. Well, sure, sure. also uh, ostensibly came as a set because they look alike, they have the same voice, and they, Callie, what were they, Query? And I don't remember, yeah, but they yeah, were both scientific like terms, and I thought they Vo were hysterical. Voiced by Jeff Bennett, both right. of them. Yes, <laughs> and it's the same voice. Uh, Roz Mystica in the chat says, Bakugan Brawl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
And Kiki Stubbs says, Predator King's long lost child, which that's what that reminds me of. It's like a tiny dinosaur. Yeah. Yep. I'm down. They were super cute. I kind of want one. I'd want one a lot more if they weren't destructive and evil, but nonetheless. Well, I feel like this is perhaps an instance of nature versus nurture (laughs) and, like, in the hands of a good bot, like, they could really be adorable. It's like, and what I'm saying is, when you adopt a kitten, you don't know what their personality when they grow up is going to be like. So it's like, we adopted these minicons. Oh, God, they're evil. Yeah. The, uh, I will say that, like, these are probably the most animal like of all the minicons that we've seen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Even, uh, obviously, the theme for most of them is animal, but these ones didn't even speak. Like, yeah. Most of, most of it was hissing. Right. Admittedly, the ones we had in the season opener didn't speak either, but they were like small children with the banging right. of the yeah. pots and yes, pans yes, and yes. whatnot. And, and also more sort of humanoid, as most yeah. of the minicons we've seen have been. Yeah. So these were definitely... A deviation and more in line with the Decepticons that we've seen. So yeah. maybe this is a nature versus nurture situation, and because these are animal-like, they are therefore fundamentally evil. Aww. <laughs> but there are no fires a terrible own. parent. True, true, true. Fifteen-year-old redditors do not make good parents. Uh, children no. raising children. It's just it's <laughs> yeah. just bad. Yep. So yeah, we actually start out with a completely different one-off con called Silverhound, who oh, evidently yeah. had a damaged audio receptor. Sure. Question mark. Yeah, I, I, I sort I, of forgot about him because he was like just very, very briefly in the beginning of the episode. He was like he what, was the bisque of this episode. Yeah, 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 and and Springload too, like just kind of showed up for a second and then just like rode off, <laughs> rode off into the, the train. <laughs> Springload riding off on the train, was laughing his little yep. frog butt a plus. off was one a of my plus. favorite. Yep. <laughs> I want that as a gif. Can someone gif that for me? Just like peace, I'm out. Yeah. I like the audio file a little bit better, but we talked about that last time. The howling yes. laughter. We did. We did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need it. Um, <laughs> we have chat saying uh, they want Preda King back and Kiki saying maybe in the legendary season three. <laughs> We're in the mythical season two. I guess the legendary season three is what's coming down the line next. God knows what we'll call season four if it exists. Quantum season four. There you go. It may or may not exist. It doesn't exist until you observe it. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, it's a long day, you guys. Um, Yeah, so we start off with Silverhound, who was evidently one of Thunderhoof's enforcers. Sure. Who I still think of him as Uncle PJ. Uncle PJ, absolutely. Well, he, uh, Silverhound looked a lot like, and I'm, I'm kicking myself for not remembering his name, but that episode where they were in the museum and it was the Buffalo one. Oh, the Buffalo one, one. The, yes. Um, what was his name? Earth something or other? Yeah, I don't know, but he I, was real dumb. <laughs> whose like, name I can't remember and I feel terrible for not remembering his name he was because great I'm the one constantly going they have names guys do they yeah. do they really he yeah. was a buffalo yeah he was the one that tried to have a conversation with statues with a, with a stuffed buffalo <laughs> yeah oh, hey, Tara 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 Shock. Shock. <laughs> thank you Mark in the booth coming through for us thank you my much man much obliged how did you know which episode to look up <laughs> I know well, we I just, just Googled Buffalo Transformer. God, God bless. Good yeah. job. That worked out great. You were on top of it. It makes life really Yeah, Tara really Shock, Kiki, we're on a little bit of a delay from you guys, so we yeah, now like, know um, what the name is, but thank you. It's like a minute and a half delay, but yes. <laughs> yes. We, we, we love you guys. Thank you for letting us know these things, because we obviously have so much Transformers information There's in a, our heads that it just leaks through the cracks. Yeah. He, didn't, so he didn't get a nickname, therefore no one remembers it. And I don't think he got let out. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember 
remember any of the Decepticons actual names. I just know our nicknames. <laughs> you just know Uncle PJ. Uncle PJ. Believe me, I had a hell of a time remembering. I just go hungry like the wolf. That's it. That's Steel it. jaw. Steel jaw. Yeah. Thank or, you. Or Troy, Troy Baker, Baker Bond. <laughs> Which, I'm not going to lie, I really like Troy Baker Bond. <laughs> well, I know. You came up with this. I remember yeah. hungry like the wolf because music references are my thing. Anyway. And terrible puns, but you know that. And Duran Duran, ma'am. <laughs> Like, just slight tangent, I love Duran Duran, like, a <laughs> How lot. How could you Like, not? a lot. Like, I saw them at the OC Fair several years ago, and it was amazing. Remind <laughs> me, I have a medley that you need. Perfect. Well, clearry, the next Steel Jaw-oriented episode, we have to open with Hungry Like the Oh, world. yeah. Oh, my God. Unless, unless something better comes up. Yes. But for the most part. We'll reserve that mm, in the queue for right yeah. now. <laughs> so, we have Silverhound, and the point <laughs> of Silverhound is to drive home what the point of this episode is going to be, and that is that Grimlock's disguise is not real really working. Nah. And that they need to come up with something different. And I love that B brings up, yeah, we've been lucky. We're running out of cover stories. Like, we're aware that these are hilariously terrible excuses and that the citizens are just dumb enough to buy them. Oh my god. Like, and and strong arms explanation of what he was did, was amazing. I don't have the actual explanation written down, but I have requesting permission to make impossible explanation. It, it was if, she does that. If dinosaurs in, could talk exhibit is yes. going to be at the fair tomorrow. Yeah, Which if I were a kid, I'd be like, yeah! I'd be down. I would be so disappointed if I went to that exhibit and there was no if dinosaurs See, could I talk. There'd be no exhibit. No, I feel like Grimlock now has like a civic responsibility <laughs> to show up to this fake event. But I also love that as he was walking away, he's like, I am a robot who resembles a very okay. handsome dinosaur. <laughs> Thanks, I covered that, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, the other time, it was Grimm's idea with running through the forest. Like, we're just running through Simulation 29B. That's all. Move <laughs> along. Stay in school. <laughs> I'm liking the strong arm Grimlock team up. Yeah, like she's really, I know. Like she, I feel like she's legitimately really trying to support him. Like as as best as she can think to do so. Yes. Now here's a question because they are they are becoming a much better team than they were when we saw yeah. them a couple episodes ago. Do you think by the time Sideswipe gets back, and I, obviously Sideswipe and Strongarm miss each other very much, even though they'll never admit it. Oh, of yeah. course. Because that's that's all that they could both talk about for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if when Sideswipe comes back, if he's not going to be the odd man out now. Because... Trouble Strong- Paradise? <laughs> yeah. Well, because Grimlock and Strongarm are working really well together. That is true. Or just all three of them could become like a magical team. <laughs> they could all like morph into one bot. It could be like a Megazord kind of situation. This isn't Voltron. Listen, guys. Or, I'm um, just saying. Combiners. That's what yeah, they're combiners. called here. <laughs> that's what they're called in the Transformers universe. I mean, I don't yeah. really think that that's going to happen, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know if I would be disappointed if that was... I think that... There's kind of two ways that they can handle that storyline, and there's a way where it would be real disappointing and preachy. Yeah. And there's a way that it could be kind of fun. So yeah, we'll see no, what happens. And, and, and there's always, like, there's always this chance of when you have, like, a really good idea or a really good, like, notion or beats for a character arc and yeah. character relationships, but you can always fall short in the execution. Sure, so, of sure. course, there are right ways to handle it and wrong ways to right. handle it. That might not even be what they're going for at all. It's just something that I 
noticed in yeah. this episode, and I'm I'm kind of wondering yeah. about. Yeah, well, and we have the same writing team as Prime, so I have faith. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the bottom line. I've seen three I seasons and a movie of your resume, like... I'm down. Yeah. Four seasons at this point and a movie of your resume. Yes. Four and a half seasons now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm only counting whole seasons. <laughs> sure. I like doing things in holes. We don't believe in fractions here. Okay. Uh, just <laughs> fracture. Yeah. That train of thought just derailed. <laughs> Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, um, I, well, I would like to address that Night Chick in the chat says if Crown City doesn't already have that fan club, Grimlock is currently establishing it amongst the Crown City youth, which basically, well, yeah, I mean, that's I what feel the like kids do because you have like the child care room. Sure, so that's their fan club, while the adults meet up and talk about whether or not. Right, they saw I feel like yes, robots. there is a Grimlock fan club, and I feel like Kiki Stubbs. That I agree with you that Strongarm is playing that the older sister role. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, besides besides being like super lawful good, which I'm not. Like <laughs> I adore it. She's like, she, I feel like we're the same archetype. Like if I were a cartoon character, like I'm that's me. I'm the like big sister type. Like big sister wants to be the leader and help everybody out, kind of thing. You know, gotta what I mean? take care of everybody. Yeah, yeah, take care of everybody, and that's what Strongarm's trying to do. Speedster is a misnomer. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I love you, but it is. <laughs> So the long and short of that is we can no longer take Grimlock out with us in public Correct. because we are running out of excuses, even though they are hysterical every time they, they come up. They should just sit down and have a brainstorming session about all the different ways that they could make excuses for Grimlock. I know. Wait, we've already used that one. Wait, we've used that one, too. Do yeah. you really think they'll buy that one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's a really good thing that gigantic fighting dinosaur-shaped robots is a thing in this culture. They do exist. Yeah. I mean, you could Oddly just enough. you could just go with that excuse. Oh wait, this isn't the Coliseum where robots fight. We've gone to the wrong venue. I'm yeah. lost. I don't think my vehicle is street legal. Mm. I should go. <laughs> yeah. But point being, yeah, Grim once again in this episode feels like he's being left out. Although this this time there's more of a legitimate excuse than just yeah. oh we don't think he's very smart. It's we can't take you out in public because people stare. Sorry, buddy. We still really need to be. I, I loved Fix It and Grim talking in this episode, though, and working together. And just does this mean that we're going to get Fix It more in the field now? If the crane thing is going to be more than just a one-off, listen. If anything, to get more Fix It is fine with me. <laughs> so sign me up. Yeah, I love that, Fix It. Yeah, no, he was he was really effective in this episode. I loved him using the little nuts and bolts and his I drill know. just as projectiles. That was incredible. He's very was resourceful. hundred percent down for that. Yep. Yep. But yeah, so I'm I'm down for more fix it. I am down for the green and orange team up. I just this is a thing of wonder and beauty. And him trying to figure out different disguises to help Grim and just the, the garbage truck. I'm like, oh, it's salvage. Oh, I'm having a rescue salvage. bots moment. <laughs> it's taken though. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken. It's like taken, taken. Also taken. We're good. Yeah, it's. Uh, you mentioned Rescue Bots a little earlier while we were watching the episode, and I was like, man, that's just so unfair that, like, Heatwave gets several different Transformer modes. Yeah. And Grimlock doesn't get any vehicles. That's I not fair. No. It's like dinosaur or humanoid. There's no. And fire truck and boat. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a little OP, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh. And we should take a hard left turn back into the show we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Rescue Bots premieres this weekend, so we're all kind of like, yeah, that'll be fun. Super excited. 
Yeah, just finding him a disguise, seeing all the different things it could possibly be, and then coming up with a crane and then painting the face on the... To look like a dinosaur. <laughs> and just the excuse, like, this is the new dinosaur-shaped crane. <laughs> it's going to help construct schools. And it's shaped like a dinosaur because everyone knows kids love dinosaurs. But here's that the checks thing. Out. That checks out. Yes, it <laughs> does. That is great logic because I know from personal experience, as a child... I loved dinosaurs. I know. Everyone does. It's just, it's one of those common denominator yeah. things. Doesn't matter if you like Barbies or G.I. Joes or what the heck ever, you love dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. No, we we definitely played with dinosaurs, me and my cousins. We definitely did that. And we spent more hours than I'm proud of. No, I take that back. I'm not ashamed. We spent many, oh. many hours watching Jurassic Park, like, over and over again. I got a, I got a whole story about Jurassic Park, but it's <laughs> for another time. I think we all have stories about <laughs> Jurassic for Park in one, <laughs> in one way or another. Good times. We'll periscope later sure. or something. <laughs> yes. Tell our Jurassic Park stories. <laughs> Not right now. And just him singing, Dino Crane, I'm a Dino Crane. And then having it come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the children's whatever. That's the construction vehicle yep. that the news said was blocking traffic earlier. And the little kids singing the song. Just like, yeah. God bless. I missed who said it in the chat earlier, but um, somebody else was commenting in the chat about how adorable that kid yeah, and was. Then I think, I and I think it was maybe Jazzy J in the chat. I'm sorry if I'm attributing this to the wrong person. Um, that uh, the boy has a shirt on that appears to have a bot on. On it, and some people are say that it might be RC. I would like a screen cap of that. That would yeah. be fantastic. Someone screen cap that, tweet it yeah. at us, <laughs> ABTVRID, and we want to see it. We would appreciate it. Please that. and thank you, you guys. That that would be a good thing to have and yeah. to be able to see. Also, where can I get an RC t-shirt? I know. I, I want one. one. <laughs> I want one. I'm probably T-Punch at this point. Or tea turtle or some some <laughs> yeah, off brand place or, where you get yeah. all of your shirts. That <laughs> tea public. Yeah. Tea public. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Maybe there. Yeah. Yeah. I recently <laughs> found a shirt I was looking for on tea public. So it's it a good source, helps, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Free advertising for people who don't sponsor us. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so let's, let's talk about Quillfire. Let's talk about the return of the Redditor. I mean... They changed what his Venom does. Yeah, didn't well, they? They did, because that was this was the Adventures in Bumblebee Babysitting or whatever oh, it was that right. we had last season, because it made him loopy. Oh, yeah, I liked and we this don't better. Have, I do, too. Well, I, I think that what... I think the justification for it here is that they were hit with so many quills that it was just overload on this on whatever venom was in those quills and it just caused them both to pass out yeah. as opposed to just getting was, hit with well, one. Well, but they explained that it was also keeping them from transforming. And like, you're sure about that? Because well, I feel no, that like was more the, of the boot. That was more of the boot. Like, no, they said it was the venom. Well, that uh, he was saying that it was partially responsible, but they didn't weren't strong enough because of the venom to break out of the boot. Either which way, this did, did anyone else wince really badly when they wound up with that many spines? Oh in yeah, it's really were, painful. Oh god, and it and it looked really painful too. Like I mean, they I, were in deep. They yeah. were like in super deep. And and when uh, when Russell and Denny snuck in to set them free, and they were like pulling the quills out, I was like, oh. oh. Ah. You know, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for children. Just, oh, man. That that was visceral because that looked like it hurt. Yeah. I mean, And I know we don't really bleed in this show with the exception of following Steeljaw's trail of death. But, 
Yikes, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, although I did appreciate uh, Strongarm saying, oh, I can't believe I'm being like I'm forced stuck here with a bunch of common criminals. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. And then Tenny and Russell mm. sneaking in to get them out. It was great. Which I, I appreciate that it like their their disguises actually didn't just let them in. This I time actually around. I totally yeah. agree with you that they didn't work uh, because. It shows that the people of Crown City, at least some of the inhabitants perhaps, have a little bit of actual, like, common sense. Cranial capacity Yeah, going yeah, on. yeah. I feel D- like that was just some guy going through the motions of his job. We need this, we need this, we need a work order. Oh, you don't have a work order. Sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, well, and I mean, anyone who's ever tried to get into an impound lot, uh, it's like... <laughs> They treat you like a criminal. I feel like there's a story here. Listen, I've had my car towed before. It's not a good time. I don't recommend it. I've had mine towed a lot in LA. It's it's not fun, guys. It's not a good time. It's not fun. Be careful where you park. Puma's out of the woods. Knock wood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just Uh, just be careful out there. But but yes, no, I, I really enjoyed that they didn't have. That they, you know, these really dumb disguises they had did not work. and But then, you know, they basically, like, reversed the car and then just, like, snuck into a car that was being towed. <laughs> Which was, like, wow! It was very convenient. I will point out that the car that was being towed was, in fact, a convertible. So it was an open-top <laughs> car that they were able to just... I think it was. I think they went through the window. I feel like it was open on the top. I think it had a top, but they definitely had a means of being able to just hop Hop in. Hop in, like the windows were down. Yeah, they. Yeah, because in (laughs) theory, that that car should be locked. You know, usually when you park your car, usually when a car gets towed, it's locked on both sides. But we will say that, yeah, kind of convenient. But I will say the impressive part was actually Russell in his like crazy secret agent like <gasps> laser oh, grid. <laughs> Why does an impound lot have a laser? Yeah. Well, what the heck? <laughs> Cr- Crown like City Science. <laughs> randomly crazy high tech to have in there. Like wow. But you it guys. was it was very clever. He took out the security camera. He secured the perimeter. He provided a distraction. It was. It was very clever and effective. Yeah. Okay, so most of the chat is talking about how there was a car in the lot that looked like knockout. <laughs> <laughs> I missed this. Is that the common criminal one that there was? I, I mean, that was even a red better car. If that's the yeah, case. it was. But that, that was a red car with a lot of paint on it. Uh, that would be a nice nod. Yeah. <laughs> I miss knockout. Yeah. He's just sitting there fuming. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like a great... Being in an impound lot is where you could, in theory, have any kind of vehicle. It is. It does provide you with a nice opportunity to have little like Easter eggs and tributes to other to other series. Yeah. 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 yeah, I would just like to see him show up again. He's yeah, I would, rather, I would rather. I would rather that for sure. <laughs> I but guess he's, he's still on Cybertron. Cybertron. Doing God knows what. What do you do when you have a chaotic neutral around? When you've got a defector from the Decepticons. So he's got a criminal rap sheet, but he also joined the winning team. The winning team (laughs) and did literally nothing useful. (laughs) I feel like he's in a prison cell somewhere because if we reinstated the same awful ruling class that pretty much started the war, I don't think they would have any mercy. Side switch or not. We keep going back to Cybertron right now is probably super corrupt. That being said... I don't think there's a probably about that. (laughs) But I could also totally see Knockout, like, having a really good cover and then doing, like, evil mad scientist experiments (laughs) on the side. (laughs) 
I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he he hasn't taken off anyone's head and replaced it with anyone else's head that we know of, so I think no. we can kind of... <laughs> That'd be rude. <laughs> That'd be rude. Um, I don't know. I, I that Again, one of many questions that I have about the end of Prime. <laughs> one of many questions I have about the current state of Cybertron. Where is Jazz when you need him? Exactly. Seriously. We need that He needs to back. come back. There are a lot right. of bots that need to come back. But anyway, yeah. what, that's what, a discussion. What else do we need day, to hit probably. on aside from our fight scene at the end where it turns out that the crane is super useful after all? I want to know, what was it that they were trying to steal? Because it, it's clear that Quillfire yeah. was trying to get back to the island, the which island. is where uh, obviously the rest of our Decepticon crew are hanging out. Well, what obviously they, they need to meet up around? with the people from the other end of the plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, lost. <laughs> I love the immediate agreement and then the realization. Uh, I could not have asked for a better execution. Uh, no smoke monsters on that island, though. Just actual ones. Nope, just real monsters. God, that's just a real freaking monster. show. Ah, real monsters. <laughs> that was a good show. Yes. That was a great show, you guys. Okay, so freaking we lost. don't know what he was stealing, aside from that it was no. car parts. Yeah. Of relatively small size comparatively to your average bot. Oh, maybe they need small car parts to keep manufacturing more minicons <laughs> because everybody has a minicon this season. <laughs> They're like, oh, look at all these new recruits. We need to outfit each of you with a minicon. Everybody who doesn't already have a minicon, yeah. we need to get you one. We don't have them yeah. in storage, sorry. Yeah. Um, we have Timothy in the chat saying, I'm surprised no one has made a Flintstones reference. I have a Flintstones <laughs> reference <laughs> in oh, my yeah, notes. It's 100%. <laughs> God bless Grimlock's disguise, I, I swear. No, it's just, and, and oh, it was a very, very quick resolution about, oh, you can totally go on missions with us. We're cool. Like, all right. Yeah. Never mind that it's still wholly impractical to have him in that because he can't take it out. And he, he can't, can't get out of it very no. easily. I honestly think I will be surprised if this disguise comes back before the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, I feel I like would it was also a be manufactured issue. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not a bad episode, but definitely one of those. that's like if if this comes back, I will be intrigued. Mm, okay, yes. we had uh, we had Kiki Stubbs in the chat tweet us a picture Ooh. of the knockout Easter egg. Oh, so you tell X-Men. us, guys, does this look like knockout? Let us no, know what you think. because it's got racing numbers on the sides. Mm. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. I don't know. Arguably. There's, it's there's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. There's some on the car door. That, so, that's why like I, I didn't said, think it was him because let, it's got race paint. Let us know what you guys think. Is this a knockout Easter egg? Let us know. Comment. Send us your send us your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna I'll retweet a, it anyway. I'll put up a poll. Boop. Uh, there it is. Is this knockout? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Yes. I'm no. gonna tweet it right now. He'd be in You're the gonna, <laughs> Yeah, is this hashtag knockout? <laughs> and what we need is yes, we can't wait for him to come back, and no, race paint is tacky. Or Ooh, no, he's at the drive-in. No, he's at the drive-in. He's okay. at the drive-in theater. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was like, can I do a poll with the screen cap? Apparently not. No, <laughs> we tried. Well, okay, we'll just ask it as a general question. Anyway, <laughs> later, we are running a little short on time. Okay. So I, what else do we need to hit on for this? Just the only thing I want to say is that Quillfire, he hasn't changed from no. the last time we saw him. 
Um, but I do appreciate the fact that he actually seemed to care about these two mini-cons. Yeah. yeah. He sees them as, like, comrades in arms. My brothers! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which is kind of endearing. It's They're- not wholly... Good character. There is like Redditor followers, you know what I mean? Like the two that respect his opinions and <laughs> that he did my have followers. To, he didn't have to convince them that they were on their way to Doras, all right? Yeah. <laughs> that makes life oh. so much easier. Yeah. I will I, I wrote down the quote, nice breakout. You'd make excellent Decepticons. Is that a compliment? <laughs> yeah. Like Bless. I mean, everyone in the chat is like, absolutely, yes, it's knockout, and he's gone back to being a street racer, like, he's hanging out with Vin Diesel, he's having a great time, you guys. He's having See, a fun time That is a movie that I would, is a movie down I would totally watch. Knockout and Vin Diesel. Fast and Furious. I, I feel like, fa- I feel like we need, okay, so like, they're obviously like, partway through Fast and Furious 8, so it's like, whatever, but like, Fast and Furious 9, like, let's just get a crossover with Transformers, and it'll be better than any no, of those Michael Bay movies. franchises, so it's a possibility. Well, yeah, yeah, they're both exactly. universal movies. Guys, we can make this happen. <laughs> I do not want Bayverse in my anything. My anything. But I'm just saying, like, we could we could reboot Transformers within Fast and the Furious. I mean, <laughs> where else is Fast and the Furious going to go at this point? That would be, depending on the execution, Space. that has the potential to be the world's <laughs> best spinoff. Yes. Sign me up. Oh, my God. I have doubt. The Fast and the Fabulous. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh my That's gosh. the name. That's the friend. Someone photoshopped me a movie poster. Oh my god. I want it. I want it. I would watch that TV program. I would watch that. I would pay $14 for that in a cinema. And for everyone who's like, $14? What the heck? We're in California, you guys. Yeah. That's the listen, price. I pay, like, I pay like 18 to see an IMAX 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Reserve seats, buy the nice popcorn. Yeah. Go yards. get a drink beforehand. Oh, and yes. Yep. And yep. <laughs> make it universal. Make it, make it happen. happen. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know who we talked to about that, but Listen, we need to make it happen. Work it out. All right. If that is about all we have for the episode, then chat. Um, because we have that lovely delay. If there's anything you want us to talk about, put it in there now. We will see that in a minute or two. For now, we want to talk about iTunes because we have new reviews. Yay! And this is what happens when you review our when you review our chat. <laughs> our chat's great. We love our chat. Yeah. Best chat. That's my chat. <laughs> um, when you review our podcast and you go on iTunes, you subscribe, you rate us five stars, you do all that fun stuff, you leave a review, we read your review because your review helps us out. It helps us get guests in. It helps us stay on the air. Our producers look at this and go, oh, they really like these people talking about giant robots. Let's keep this going. And so we have two lovely reviews from two lovely people who are getting lovely shout-outs on our lovely show. How many times can I say lovely in a sentence? Uh, we have so much Fun. So period. It's great. It's beautiful. I love you. From Tainry. T-A-I-N-R-Y. Saying, if you're anxiously awaiting the next episode and you're hungry for more input, join the fabulous squee going on at the end of the show. (laughs) Smart, franchise savvy, and funny hosts with a live chat provide enthusiasm and meta to satisfy bot and con alike. I've startled, I have startled the cats laughing at every episode. (laughs) You have cats! Awesome. They love Transformers and they love the show, but they don't flinch at calling out the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot aspects. Super <laughs> fun. Highly recommend. Aww. And we have Rev Up and Review Out from Artful <laughs> Mexican. You guys are great. This is amazing. Seriously. 
I love your guys' review show so much. As the only girl who likes Transformers and my friends and family, it's so awesome to talk about giant fighting robots just as much as I do. Oh. Keep up uh, keep up the good work and transform and roll out. Bless. Oh, we love you guys. Yeah. That's, I, I really, that's, I, that's one of the things that I feel like I've really, like, discovered on this show. I mean, I was very lucky, like, growing up that I had a brother who I, like, shared all the same kind of general interests with. And so, like, I would watch boy shows with him and he yeah. would watch girl shows with me. Uh, but it is, it's really cool. Like, I feel like we're connecting with a lot of other women that like Transformers and like, you know, like giant robots in general and yeah. it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember when the first Bay movie came out, me and my brothers were, were we were telling our mom we were going to go see it that night and my mom was like, don't lie to me, Megan, you're only going because you want to see Josh Duhamel. And I was Aww. like, who's Josh Duhamel? <laughs> and now, of course, I have a big crush yeah. on Josh. Of course. <laughs> I we went to the midnight on. showing of the second one, which was kind of a mistake, uh, but yeah. nerd cred is nerd cred. Yeah, I, that once again, like that was the thing was because like I really liked the Transformers cartoon that was on in syndication when I was a kid. So like the G1 like 80s show, like I Bless. I I have vivid memories. Love that show. I, I had a bunch of like little Transformers toys and I remember playing with my Hot Wheels and being disappointed that they didn't transform. Uh, <laughs> even though advertising. even though guys I love my Hot Wheels. Like just, don't get me wrong. Oh hey, our oh, full Mexican, Mexican is in the, in the chat. chat. Hi. Um I think I just blew up my audio but, levels uh, with that one. But, but yeah, so I I just feel like when we got to the Bay movies, I was like, I don't I don't really want to see this because I feel like it's going to be wrong. <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest. When because um, I didn't ever see G one growing up, and I only saw Beast. Uh, you know, Beast, Beast Wars. Wars. I mean, come in, on. In, like in rewatching passing, that recently, Beast Wars had some stuff going so on. So the you guys. the first series I saw multiple episodes on multiple occasions was Armada. Oh, and because my little brother was watching it, so I would watch it with him. Right, right. So I will admit that when the Bay movies came out, like, the first one, I'm like, I'm all about Transformers. Yeah. This was cool. It renewed my interest in it. Sure. But, the man, is it objectively not great. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to admit that I have to come clean. Yeah, well, the first one was interesting. Yeah, the first one was like, fine. Okay, it could be it's better, good. but it could yeah. also be worse. And then the stupid. second one was like, oh, it could be worse. It's Let's go. It's stupid popcorn fun. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Yes. Uh, yeah, I own it. Okay. Oh no, I do Listen, too. It, it doesn't, doesn't have it doesn't have the emotional gravitas of like Transformers Prime. Well, and it, by brought, well, it brought Peter does. Cullen back to play Optimus at the very least. Yeah. So I'm into uh, it. And there was something really magical about seeing that on the big screen for the first time. Yeah. 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 It it was a blast. Yeah. It was, it was, and then things occurred, and mm-hmm. yeah, now and I've now, made now we're just sad. so sad. Now we're just sad. <laughs> I will say, Beast Wars is worth going back and watching, especially as an it's, adult. I know, because, I wow, really, there are things that are turned in that one. Dinobot's the best, you guys. Animated so is worth going back and watching as well, provided that you can get through two seasons of people not learning that actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And always watch Pride, you guys. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so good. I'm All so right. Good. we At the end of this little nostalgia fest, we are getting the cue to go for the week. So All right. Know, we will be back next week. We will. We'll have a grand old time. So, Emma, where can the people find you? 
all over the internet at Emma Fife. That is my name with an at sign in front of it. You can also find me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV later tonight at 10 p.m. I'm doing the Bob's Burgers After Show. And tomorrow at 10 p.m., that's Monday at 10 p.m., we will be uh, covering episode three of the new season of Sailor Moon Crystal. And I'm real excited. <laughs> I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaje. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Uh, Blind Spot is on Tuesday nights. Arrow is still on its second spring break for reasons that none of us know. It'll be back on the 27th. And for the most part, I'm on the internet. Stop by, say hi. It'll be great. Uh, tell us about your Transformers nostalgia in the comments and on Twitter. Yeah. I'm Yay. really interested to see what got people into this franchise. Thank you so much for watching, and as always, rev up and, and roll, roll out. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. For the revolution! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 